All right, here we go. My name is Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 368 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Man, it is cold, cold, cold here in the upper pierogi belt. Bitingly cold. Shockingly, bracingly cold. Yesterday I was I was at Sheets over in Dixon City, you know. Make sure you know the precise location in case you want to put a you know, like a pin in a map or something, you know what I'm saying? I was at Dixon City, Sheets, pumping gas into my car. And it was so freaking cold. It was not only was it frigid, the temperature, but there's this wind, unrelenting. Usually, when the wind blows, it's like it kind of ebbs and flows. You know, it blows, stops, blows a little bit more, stops. This was just continuous, like a leaf blower. <laughs> just not. There's no 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 spacing. It's just all just continuous wind. I mean. I don't know. I can't recall ever being that cold in my life, <laughs> in my entire life. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was. It got to the point where I was like, "Screw this! Twenty dollars is enough. I'm not gonna." You know, I was planning to fill it up, but I cut it off at twenty because I'm not standing out there. I felt like I was about ready to to go into some kind of hypothermia. You know what I'm saying? Cold here in the upper pierogi. I don't know. Is it cold? It seems like it's cold everywhere. My parents are bitching about it being cold down there in Florida. I said, how cold are we talking? I don't know, 50, 50 or low 50s? I said, low 50s? <laughs> are you serious? We'd be out here wearing, uh, you know, wife beaters and flip-flops if it was in the, in the 50s. He goes, yep, we're in Florida. I said, well, good point. Touche. All right. Anyway, it's cold. It sucks. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but I, you know, I, I can't stand the. I can't stand the winter anymore. I can't stand the uh, the threat of snow and ice. I, I can't, I'm sick of it. I've had enough. You know, I don't. I don't like it. Um, I don't like the hot summer either. I don't like when it's like super hot. Like we're talking like August, September. That that time of summer. Feels like September is just a. I mean, I feel like everything is heated up at that point, like all the concrete, you know, all the like every the, the ground is just is just it's just absorbing just heat. Everything's radiating heat, and it's just terrible. The humidity's super high. There's bugs everywhere. I, I hate that too. I have it. You know, people are like, well, the, I don't, if you can't, you know. You're bitching about summer, you can't bitch about winter. Bullshit. Who says that? Who who makes these rules? You think you can only bitch about one thing? <laughs> Please, come to the wrong place. You come to the wrong place if you believe that. There's no way. I hate the I, I hate that humid, hot, oppressive where you feel like you're like uh, you got some kind of a like a like a comforter off a bed that's been soaked in seawater. Like hanging, you know, over draping over you. I hate this bracing. I mean, I was out there. I mean, I, my 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 teeth were literally chatting, chattering. 
They were chatting with each other. My teeth were chatting. And um, I, I, I cut it off at 20 bucks. I said, that's good enough to hell with that. I think it was like $20.12. I said, I can't take it anymore. I can't even make it to 2013. Uh, 12, 2012, is, 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 and I'm not talking about the year. Oh, I can't take it anymore. Yesterday uh, was my first day off in uh, 12 days. Um, I worked 12 days in a row. It, it was uh, as bad as it sounds. It sucks. I mean, just the... I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, I'm not. I'm not in there like I'm not. I'm not roofing a house. You know, it's not like I have physical. It's just. It's just draining mentally, and it's just like high stress. Yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. So I worked twelve days in a row. Yesterday was my first day off, and uh, it was kind of a big sackism. We did go out for a little while. I went and got a haircut, and I got some new guy to cut my hair. He was like, uh, you know, I go in there and he's like the guy who checks you in. You know, he's like a, you know, over the last couple months he's been there, but he's, he's like the guy that signed you in. Did you, did you check in online? Yes, I did. All right, it's going to be about five more minutes. And the, you know, that guy, the greeter. But now, yesterday I went in there, he was cutting my hair. So I don't know if he graduated. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but he's he cut my hair. I don't. I, I didn't know he was like a hair cutter, but he, uh, he, you know, he he did a pretty good job. However, he, I've encountered this before. He has a very timid hand. I could tell he's new. You know, I don't think he uh, he doesn't go. He doesn't have that uh, confidence where he just goes in there and just like just takes it down, man. He's, he he says, last time you were here, you got um, uh, four on the top, two on the sides. Is that the way you want to do it this time too? And I always say, yep, 25 years. I'm not, why change now? <laughs> Something like that. Sometimes I say 30. I don't know. Yeah, I switch it up every once in a while. So yeah, after 30 years, why, why change now? All right. So he goes, so he goes in there, he starts cutting my hair, uh, but he's very timid. It's like he's, uh, he's kind of afraid. A little, a little bit of fear in there. I don't like that. I like those guys that just go in there and just knock it down, baby. Just knock that shit down, just like, Take the clippers and just, just rip through that thing, you know, and then just, and then you just tie it all together with the scissors and the comb, and then they do do my neck, which is very satisfying when they shave my neck. <laughs> it's a very satisfying feeling, and I just take that, you know, get that puff, puffiness out of there, and uh, you know, this guy was like a little timid. That might, you know, that might just be because he's new. I don't know. I don't really like the timid. I don't really like that. I don't like. It's like he's he's standing far away from the the chair. You know, he's like striking at it. You know, it's like a little striking little. You know what I mean? Am I, am I describing it correctly? He, he, the other guys they just get in there and just like take it take it down. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want. But I gave him the full five dollars. You know, you know. Now that they have uh, those electronic things, I always gave five dollars. I think that's a pretty good. I don't know. I, what do I know about it? But I feel like that's a pretty good tip. I don't know. But uh, I, I, I now they have that uh, suggested. Would you like to tip the person that has like suggested tips on there? And five dollars is the lowest one. It's like five, seven, ten, or something like that, or something like that. Or you can do your own. You can do you can do a, a manual, put in a num- some other number. But five dollars is the lowest one. It makes me feel cheap, and that's all they're getting. Five dollars. There's gonna be more about tipping here in a little while. I'll talk about. Um, but uh, 
you know, that makes me feel a little a little bad. They also raised the price. That makes me feel a little bad, but not bad enough to change it. I'm not $7. I think that's a little too much for a haircut. It takes it literally takes uh mm, let's see, less than 10 minutes to cut my hair. You know? That's not uh, you know, 5 bucks is good, you know, pack it. If you, if you don't if you want more, you know, I don't know. I don't think, you know, I don't think it's, uh, I think $5 is fair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, but anyway, um, also, uh, they raised the price by a dollar. I asked about that. He goes, yeah, they raised it by a dollar. I'm like, yeah, here we go. Um, and also, every time they ring me up, I'm like, oh, man, I should have just let it ride with the senior discount. <laughs> they had me in there as a senior. And I, I started raising hell about it. And I was getting like a, I don't know, it was like 15 bucks for a cut or something. And now it's nineteen. I got, I'm paying nineteen. Yes, as of yesterday, and I think I was paying fifteen when I was a senior. I said, "How old? How old is a senior discount? When's that kick in?" Sixty-five. Uh, I said, "You think I'm sixty-five years old?" <laughs> and the woman's like, "I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I didn't have anything to do with it." She's like all panicked. She like flies into a panic. I said, how old do you think I am? <laughs> I was like demanding an answer. She goes, she wouldn't tell me. She goes, I don't know. I had nothing to do with that. So then the next time I went in there, it was full priced. They took I raised too much hell about them calling me a senior citizen, which was offensive to me. I know everybody, everybody I tell this story to, they're like, just take the discount, man. Take the discount. I'd love for everybody to think I'm a, I'm a senior citizen. I'm like no, no. I don't. That's not the way I look at it. <laughs> but now every time I they ring me up, I'm like, oh man, should let that senior thing. You know, now I'm down four bucks every time I get a cut. That sucks. But anyway, so I did that. Then we went to Primanti Brothers for lunch, me and Tony. And um, eh, I don't know about that place. I don't know. I mean it. it it's it's got a reputation. It's a legend. If you don't know what it is, it's like a legendary Pittsburgh restaurant, Primanti Brothers, and they serve these gigantic sandwiches. It has like a ton of meat on it, and then the sandwich or, or the bread is like thick, like Italian bread. It's like something you'd eat with a spaghetti dinner. You know, thick cut. It's like it's like bread that's made there, you know, and it's sliced in these, and then they put uh, they put this coleslaw on there, which is vinegary and peppery, and then they put uh, cheese, of course, and whatever meat you want, and the meat's good, and it's it's a large amount of meat, and then they put uh, French fries, French fries on the on the sandwich, right. And it's a famous place, and you know it's one of those uh, when you go to Pittsburgh, you got to go to Primanti Brothers. Now they're having, now they're all franchised out, and we have one over in Dixon City. So we went over there uh, and had lunch. Hadn't, probably hadn't been there in like two years. Tell you the truth, they didn't really like it all that much. Everybody loves it. It's one of those places that has a cult following and everything. I went there. I probably went there like three, four times in my life since that one's been open. I've only been to that one. I've never been to the one in Pittsburgh, the original one. But, uh, you know, I uh, you know, I didn't like it. It was all right. It was fine, I guess. I don't know. But it, it didn't blow me away. One time we were sitting in there. This is grotesque. One time we were sitting in there, and somebody went in the bathroom. We were sitting over in the corner of the, of the restaurant, 
and somebody went in the bathroom was down this hallway near where we were sitting, shit up the entire, I mean, the entire back quarter of the of the restaurant was 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 shit up. There's people out there eating, including us. Like what in the what is wrong? What is wrong with people? What what has happened? <laughs> anyway, but um, I didn't really, you know. We decided to go yesterday on a whim. We went there, and it was pretty good. You know, it was pretty damn good. I had a uh, let's see, I, had a, I got a beer. Let's see what it was. It was called uh, oh, it was a Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Thing IPA. Excellent. And Tony got the, uh, uh, I think she got the, she got a Trogues, some kind of Trogues. And it was, you know, it was good. And we got an appetizer with, had like a, it was fries with cheese, um, bacon bits, and some other shit sprinkled on top of it. Really good. And then our sandwiches, I got, I got a ham and cheese. I got ham, cheese with the, uh. You know, with that slaw and the uh, French fries on the sandwich, and it was good. I liked it. It was probably the best that I've had since I've been there. I never was really. I don't, the French fries are, you know, I don't. I don't. It's, it's a weird texture and a weird taste um, on a on a uh, sandwich. But yesterday it worked. So anyway, we went, we did that, and then I froze my ass off at Sheets, and that was pretty much what we did on my first day off. Uh, let's see what else we. Uh, oh, the cat was in here for hours. That cat uh, was in here walking around our house for hours. You know, and then that thing was down here. I was down here in the uh, bunker trying to, you know, just do stuff on my computer. The thing was up on my desk between me and the monitor. The thing was like walking around. <laughs> He's not even our cat. That's the thing. If he was our cat. But he's 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 taken over our house. We don't have any. He's calling all the shots now. He's not even our cat. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, he's a good guy, but um, sometimes I mean he's he's in here for hours. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I feel, I know it sounds like you know you know. I mean, we have a, we could get him out of here. We just say get the hell out of here. Kick you know kick him out the front door. Or you know, could coax him out with the with food or something. I mean, he's extremely food motivated. You know, all you have to do is like open a can of cat, uh, cat food, and you can lead him right. You could lead him right off a cliff. <laughs> you know, he's extremely food motivated. But anyway, he he was here with us all night, and we watched uh, and we watched what did we watch that uh, uh, what is it? It's called Hell's Kitchen. Oh, Hell's Kitchen. You know, with Gordon Ramsay, we watched that. Now that's pretty much my day. It was my first day off in thirteen. Is my thirteen day after twelve days of working. That's what we did. It's an exciting life I lead. You know, and um, today so far, sack. Haven't done shit. Barely even got out of the chair. I tell you one thing though. I was up there looking at just a little bit ago. The last time I was complaining, or a time before last, or whatever. I don't know. I was complaining about how, how everybody is is insane with politics, about how politics is people are people are like obsessed with people are crazy people are out of their minds they they literally need to go see they, they need to go into therapy because they're so obsessed with politics. These people need to have some kind of hobby or something. 
or they, they need to get religion in their life or something. I don't know, or, or start following sports or something. God, I mean, this is insane. People are crazy. Okay, this is a perfect example. This is a perfect illustration of what I'm talking about. I was looking on uh, Instagram or something. I was up there just scrolling through my tablet, just absentmindedly sacked out, just sacked out, of, you know, just like a sack of taters in my uh, recliner, you know, just scrolling through. And there's this, there's this uh, baseball stadium in Indianapolis. It was an old historic baseball stadium. I think it started out as it said it was a um, Negro League stadium. And it was like also used as a minor league baseball stadium uh, for the Cleveland Indians farm team or something. And um, yeah, it's been there for a long time, but it's not. It's no longer in use. And it became. I guess it fell in the disrepair and everything. But it was this historical baseball stadium, and they somebody went in there, put a bunch of money into it, and turned it into apartments. Turned it into an apartment building, like the whole uh, grandstand area and the building. You know, the the building structure that kind of like goes from like you know left field wraps all the way around to right field. You know what I'm saying? You know, out, the outside of a baseball stadium. They turned that into a, into a apartments. Something like 138 units, I think. And, and the pictures, I was like, oh my God. And, and the back of them, all the apartments, or not all of them, I guess. I don't know how it works. But the, the back of it, where uh, facing the field, is all glass. And the baseball stadium's still there. You know, it's maintained. The walls out there, you know, the, the stadium, the, the, the field itself is still there. You're living where the grandstand used to be, you know, and it's still got the original roof on it. And it's awesome. I was like, man, this is this would be so kick ass. You know, I, this is this is like the greatest thing I've ever seen. You know, I, was, I was scrolling, had pictures. And it looked really cool. And then I, I started reading the comments. <laughs> the very first one, the very first comment said, Oh great! This is probably where they're going to start housing those, uh, you know, Biden's uh, southern border invaders. You know, the hell is that? This is a this is not a, this is not political. This is this is a story about somebody using an old baseball stadium was falling in disrepair, turning in, turning into apartments, to into kick-ass apartments and like repurposing. So has nothing to do with anything pol- political. Why do you have to insert politics into? Everything! Oh my God, I was like freaking out. I was like, uh, I was like, what? Uh, talking to Tony about it. I said, look at this, and she was like, people are crazy. People are insane, you know. And then, and then the next one, the very next one after that. Oh, are these going to be uh, priced so that uh, poor people can afford them, or is this just further gentrification of, you know, blah 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 blah? Oh my God, you people are! Oh my God, you people are out of your minds. Why can't you just say, oh, this is cool. <laughs> that is cool. That's a great idea. Love that. Man, that'd be cool to live there. You know? Now, everything's got to be through some kind of prism of you know, some shitty-ass attitude, either from the left or from the right. It doesn't matter. It's it's one, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Oh, my God. I was freaking furious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you can't read anything on the Internet. People can turn anything into a political statement. You know, anything. It doesn't matter what it is. People need to go see a psychiatrist and, and, and quickly. The other, day, the other day I was driving to work Friday. It was snowing. It was snowy out there. 
And people were having trouble getting to work in the morning, and uh, Tony actually had to go to work. Um, she she was having computer problems. She works from home, but she was having computer. They said you're gonna have to go to the hospital. Blah blah blah. Or you know, she works for a, a hospital, a big hospital chain. And um, or you know, or uh, I don't know if it's a hospital chain, but you, you know, I'm saying some kind of health company. And she um, she got out there, and it was slick slicker and cat shit on a marble floor. And she turned around, and came back, and my you know some of the people I work with had the same issue. You know, and um, it was slick out there. It was snowing. It kind of caught everybody off guard. It was snowy. The roads were all messed up, you know. So I I left around 11 because I had to be at work at 12. And I was riding down the interstate. It was better by the time I left because these people were leaving at like 7 in the morning. By 11, it was all cleaned up. These guys are incredible with 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 the snow removal. So I'm driving down Interstate 81. It's a little slushy in pl- in, in places, uh, but the Oscar Mayer Wiener mobile went zipping <laughs> went zipping past me, you know. They was hauling ass, you know, down the interstate. The the, the, the Oscar Mayer Wiener mobile, and I, I went to work and I and I, I tried to st- I snapped some pictures of it. It was as it was you know going by or whatever, and I, I went I went to work and I was like, if anybody calls off, you know. You know, you know, I'm going to show them. You know, if you could, if, if if a drivable wiener, if a giant drivable wiener can navigate these roads, then your your ass can also navigate these roads. You know what I'm saying? So I got this in my back pocket. Um, you know, for the uh, the Oscar Mayer wiener mobile. I don't know if it had chains on. <laughs> I don't know, but that thing was hauling ass in the right lane. Was where it went zipping past me. The thing was moving. You know, and I was, you know, I had that in my back pocket. Nobody called off. Huh? I don't know. Missed opportunity. I was gonna, I was gonna use that. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, I think that's enough. I do have a couple more things, but I have a call. Had some trouble with this call. It's from our old buddy Ian, and uh, he sent this thing to me twice, but it's uh, it's all messed up. It was, or it was corrupted or something. Like uh. So Ian is, you know, Ian in Scotland. He he was calling the hotline. He's starting to get charged a lot of money because it was like long distance international calling. So he, he started recording it with his phone and sending it to me. He sent me one. You know, he sent it to me the other day, and um, I couldn't open it. I, he, he sent, you know, emailed it to me. I downloaded it to my desktop, and I couldn't get it to open. It wouldn't work, and. Um, I could play it in the email if I just open the email. I could just hit play on the, uh, you know, on the file and it would play. But I couldn't download it and uh, and and then play it the the way I normally do. You know, so that we can put it into the put it in the podcast. So I sent it over to Zip, and Zip said, "This thing's corrupt. That I can't use it. It's not. It's completely unusable." I said, "All right. Well." Um, We'll go without it. So I, I I texted Ian. He sent it to me again. Same thing. I don't know. I don't know what the story is with this because I never had any problem with it before. And um, the thing wouldn't won't play. So, but it plays if you open it in the email. So what I did was I I recorded it on my phone. <laughs> I played it uh, on my computer because you can play it if you don't if you don't before you download it. It plays. So I I played it through my. You know, through my computer uh, speakers, 
recorded it with my phone. And so finally, we're, we're able to get his message up here. And here it is. Jeff is in Scotland, driving home after karate training. Um, hard, hard, hard stuff. Anyway, things that um, I was hearing you about the, um, the 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 horizontal cell phone. Yeah, that's happening here too, man. Don't know why. I don't know why. It doesn't seem to be of benefit. It seems to be a retrograde step, like putting button button flies on jeans after we'd invented the zip. Um, a, a retrograde step. Um, so something, a phenomenon has been happening here that has been relatively annoying um, is, especially because I'm working in the bar, um, people saying, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> um, it's like, thank you so much. Everyone's saying, not everyone, but a lot of people, a lot of kids, and adults are starting to follow suit. Thank you so much. Um, and to which I respond, how much? And they say, um, so much. <laughs> it's like, dude, I've just lifted a glass, an empty glass from your table. You don't have to thank me so much. You know, save that for something important, like somebody pulling you from a, a burning car, maybe. You know, but there's a scale. There's a scale of thank you that kids today are not familiar with. You say thanks a lot. You never hear thanks a lot now. It's always so much. So much. So, yeah, that's um, especially annoying for me. Um, no New Year's resolutions here, mate. Just going to uh, work harder this year, be less lazy, go to bed at a reasonable hour. That's, that's my resolution. If I've got one, I was going to be it. Go to bed earlier. S- stop staying up watching shit on TV um, and read more books. Go to bed earlier, read more books. Okay, mate, have a good one. Um, Keep up the work. Bye. Karate. Karate. You're shaming me. You're shaming me, Ian. I mean, you know, this, I mean, you're you're going. You went back to school. Uh, you're doing great artwork. You're, you're you're doing karate. All I do is I sit in my chair, <laughs> scrolling through my uh, my tablet and bitching about uh, comments on Instagram. And you're out here like, you know, you're a Renaissance man. God, shaming me, but. Anyway, the horizontal phone thing, yeah, that's maddening. How does that happen? How, do, how in the hell is that happening here and happening over there at the same time? Is that from TV? That's one of those things. It's like those stupid little things like uh, that kids say. Like when I was a kid, like a little kid, and they, people would like uh, do that little milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner fudge is made. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That thing, that kind of thing. Uh, or uh, you think you're hot snot on a silver platter, but you're really cold boogers on a paper plate, right? These kind of things, these like so, these little snarky little things that kids say. And then you could travel somewhere into a different state, and there's and you find out that people how 
this is back in, like in the 70s. How does that travel like that? How do people in different states <laughs> or in different countries, you know what I mean? I mean, is, is it because why are people holding those things like a Pop-Tart, cell phones, and talking with the speaker? Why? What is the point of that? What is the point of that? Why not just hold it up to your ear? Holding it, hold it up to your ear. We don't know. No, the world doesn't need to hear both sides of your your fascinating conversation. God, but um. So how how is that happening? How does that? I guess TV. I guess the internet. I don't know. Whatever. God, sorry, it's happening over there. Probably an American thing. <laughs> We're probably the root of it, ruining it for the whole world. Um, and the thank you so much. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. People are, there's a lot of monkey see, monkey do. You know, I don't I don't know. People are, people hear other people say stuff and they're like, I better start saying that too. Or I, don't, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm out of it. You know, I better start saying it. It's weird. It's all that corporate speak too, or, you know, in in offices and stuff. I hate that. I will, I will not participate. I, I refuse to participate. I don't say any of that shit. There's a lot of it too, you know. Is 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 the juice worth the squeeze? We're gonna have to decide if the juice is worth the squeeze. You know, that's what we're gonna have to decide. You know, let's not get carried away with this thing. There's no point in boiling the ocean. What the what the hell does that mean? <laughs> you know, this kind of stuff. You know, you know, I, I don't I don't like that. And, and people start saying this stuff, and then they start all saying it. And then and I, except for me, I, I absolutely one hundred percent will refuse to use any any of that phraseology. You know, I, I don't know. I don't I don't like the monkey see monkey do. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> That's hilarious. Can you you know uh, here here here's your drink. Thank you so much. So so much. I mean, just it's it's it. It's much. It's more than much. It's so much. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's, it, that's kind of stuff. I always pay attention to the way people talk, and um, it drives me nuts because people are monkey see, monkey do. You know what I mean? They do, and that kind of stuff irritates me. Um, your New Year's resolution: uh, work harder. I mean, you're already shaming me. God, you're gonna work harder. You already got uh, artwork and in, in, in art galleries. You're going back to school. You're working in a bar. You're doing karate. And you're gonna work harder. You need to take it down a notch. <laughs> I don't know. That's just self. That's for selfish reasons. Go to bed earlier. Yeah, I need to do that too. I'm terrible. I hate going to bed. I feel like going to bed at night is a failure. It feels like it's. Uh, I'm, I'm giving in to something. I fight it. I fight going to sleep. It's insane because Tony gets Tony works in from home, so she's in the bedroom at eight o'clock or seven thirty sometimes. I can't sleep anymore. I used to be able to sleep through anything, but now I can't sleep at all. The tiniest little sound wakes me up. So if I'm clipping time off on the front end, and then she's clipping time off on the back end. I mean, it's squeezed. My sleep is getting squeezed down, you know. So I need to do a better, do better about that too. I'm in here watching crap. I'm watching like uh, I don't know. I'm watching all kinds of stuff. Mannix. I'm watching uh, old uh, episodes of What's My Line. <sighs> you know, I'm watching all kinds of shows like on streaming services. 
you know, it's it's just ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. I, I just fight going. I don't want. I don't want to go to bed. I don't want to go to sleep. I just want to. You know, I just want to. I don't know. I just want to be continuously be stimulated. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. But uh, and then uh, read more books. Hell yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I do read every day, but I don't read. It's you know some days I only read like one chapter, and I, I'm like oh, I'm I'm really tired because I don't sleep at all. <laughs> I'm gonna call it a day. So uh, I do read when I go to bed with my Kindle because uh, I can't read books anymore because my eyes are j- jacked up beyond all recognition. I can't see very well, out of, especially out of my left eye. This is something that's been going on since my 20s, you know. It's not something age-related. It's just I got a problem with my left eye. I'm not, I mean, I'm not restricted. I can, you know, it's not, I just wear hard contact lenses and it cracks it, but uh you know, I can't really read, uh, especially paperback books, because the print's too small. I can't really see it very well. So I, I, I do all my reading through Kindle, because you can adjust the font to a, uh, you know, to a uh, comfortable size. And then it doesn't matter what book you're reading; they're all it's always the same font, always the same size. So I do all my reading through uh, Kindle, 100%. I don't ever buy physical books anymore they're all electronic so but anyway i do read every day but i need to up my, up it because i don't so i often only read like like one you know one chapter at a time it takes a long time to read a book at that rate so i'm i'm with you before we go and i, and I do appreciate you calling Ian. i have a question you maybe you can answer it on next time you call in uh but uh tipping you work in a bar and uh, when we when we were going to England several years ago, you know, I was doing some research on it because I was I was excited. I wanted to know everything. I wanted to know all the cool places to go. I wanted to do all the stuff, right? And um, I, and, and um, I was reading about these old historic bars over there, pubs. Most of them rebuilt in 1666. I guess there was a big fire in London in 1666, and. Um, bunch of buildings were so, so these things there's a bunch of bars pubs that were rebuilt it was previously running and then they burned down and rebuilt in 1666 you know this is the second you know the second version of this so these things are like ancient they're historical you know i wanted to go i went to several of those bars i went to many of them and um so much fun i mean i love that kind of stuff I mean, you feel like you're walking back in time when you walk in those things. But I, one of the things I, I I learned when I was doing my research is you don't tip. You're not supposed to tip in a in a pub in England. I assume it's the same in Scotland. I, I, I I'm assuming that I could be wrong. But what's a, what, give me an update on that, please? Uh, what how's that work? You don't nobody tips in a in a pub. I felt weird, like when I was over there, and I was, uh, I, I felt weird not tipping the bartender. But it said uh, something I read said that they would find it offensive, like don't do it, like seriously don't do it. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I'm, I'm just uh, over here in, in the U.S. Tipping is out of control. It's completely out of control. You're supposed to tip everywhere, and you're supposed to tip a large amount. You know, I mean, you're supposed to tip at like uh, drive-through windows. 
like there's this uh, Chinese place I go to all the time. They hand you the thing. They hand you the paper, you know, the uh, the receipt. You have to sign it. And it has a spot for a tip on there. And the woman's standing right there at the window looking at you. We just put a line through it and just hand it back to her. I mean, I always feel social pressure to tip her. She didn't do anything. She didn't do jack shit. I mean, it's a restaurant. They sell they they sell cooked food. <laughs> so they cook the food and nothing else. They didn't bring it to my table and refill my drinks. They didn't do anything. All they she just hands a sack through a through a hole cut in the side of a building. And I'm supposed to tip her for what? what for, I do it because I feel bullied into it. And sometimes, you, like at stupid Subway, uh, at least they build your sandwich. At least they're sandwich engineers. That's what they call them. I mean, at least they do something there. But so often, it's like, you know, there's nothing. They don't do anything. I'm surprised they don't do it. You know, and, uh, you know, oh, before I get to that, but you ever been to these places where, they um, they they basically have this big tablet, and they're ringing you up, and they just flip it over. <laughs> they flip the thing over so it's pointing towards you, and it's got the you know how much you want to tip this guy, and he's standing right there looking at you, you know, and you, it says fifteen percent, eighteen percent, twenty percent, fifty percent. I don't know. I mean, it's like what the twenty percent? What what the hell? What'd you do? You didn't do anything, you know? Why am I tipping you? You didn't do anything. You just handed me, hand me a donut or something or whatever. You didn't do shit, buddy. And I'm supposed to tip. I'm surprised they don't have it at uh, at um, self-checkouts at grocery stores. Like, you go in there. You never interact with another person, which is perfect as far as I'm concerned. I love that. Um, so you, you go in there. And you walk around, you get whatever stuff you need. I don't know. Every time I go to a giant, one of those giant grocery stores, I don't know where anything is. It takes me a long time. I refuse to ask. You know, I don't know why, but I'm not going to ask anybody where anything is. So I walk around looking for where's it? Do 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 do. You know where? Where's this? You know, and then I so and then I and then I go to check out. There's no, you know, there's nobody there. I mean, it's just self checkout. I'm surprised they don't ask for a tip on that. I, that'll be next. It, like you literally don't interact with anybody at all, at all. Uh, I'm surprised they don't ask for a tip there. That, that's coming. That'll happen soon. You'll be tipping at the self checkout at a grocery store. It's out of control. I mean, and, and it feels weird, especially a bartender. It feels weird to uh, me and probably others that you don't tip a bartender. What are, what's your feelings on that, uh, Ian? I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Tipping in a bar in in, in the UK. Uh, call me back if you feel. You know, I'm not ordering you around, but uh, if you if I'm asking you to call me back, I mean, I don't want I don't want to be pushy, but you know what I'm saying. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. So uh, give me a call back when you get a chance. And we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you want to call in like Ian did, I mean, his 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 uh, method is a little different, but we do have an infrastructure. Works well within the United States and Canada. The number, 570-290-8151. Again, 570-290-8151. You know, ask a question, make a comment, suggestion, whatever. 
24 hours a day, it's voicemail. So just call and leave a message, and you will almost certainly be part of a future episode. So do it today. And if you want two episodes a week instead of a measly one, that's easily done as well. Just head on over to Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation, and you'll get an extra episode every week. Not every once in a while. That's for suckers. Every week. So every time I do a, a, a main network episode, there's a Patreon episode right behind it. A couple days later. Full-size, full-length episodes, the same as these. Just more of them. So if you're interested in tapping into that, just head on over to patreon.com slash jeffk. And surfreportpod.com is the home of uh, the web, the website home of the podcast. So sometimes I have, uh, you know, expanded show notes, extra, you know, like links and photographs, supporting documents. So surfreportpod.com is the place. You can leave comments there, too, but nobody does. You know, I, I, I was complaining about that, or I was, I was concerned about it. Zip goes, people don't leave comments on uh, podcasts. That's just the nature of the beast. People don't listen to podcasts in, sitting in front of their computer. They listen in their car. They listen when they're exercising. They don't leave comments. I said, yeah, makes sense. Good. I don't have to worry about it then. <laughs> I don't have to feel bad about it that nobody's commenting. But if you want to leave a comment, it's you're capable of doing it over there. Surfreportpod.com. <laughs> All right. And until next time, which will be over on the Patreon site, I hope you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. If a giant drivable wiener can navigate these roads, 